everyone um how you doing okay so this was for tonight's woman of destiny meeting and um, power night for may 2022 so i'm gonna ask you to um do a quick exercise so number one thing two values what is your own core value as a person what is your what is one thing that is so dear to you that is an integral value for you so for me for example it should be integrity um just being honest keep to your word keep to your you know it's integrity and then what is it for you please write it down and number two what is it that draws you to people if you look at your circle of influence your friends especially your company people you are doing life with you know your journey what are the things that are common the similarities amongst them you know what is it that draws you to people generally so for me for example to be people who love god and people who are honest and uh, people who are intelligent i need to have intelligent conversations <laughs> so what is it for you okay so we had that exercise and then i'm not going to go into the scripture you know um I'm going to read Jeremiah 1 verse 5 and I want you to listen to the scriptures as though you've never heard them before. Don't read them with, oh, I know what it is. No, read it. Listen to it as though it's the first time ever. So Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. I'll read it again. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. So, we're going to now go to Daniel chapter 1. So I read the scripture and like I said, please don't listen as though you know the scriptures. Just listen nicely. Okay. So it says, give me half a second. Did you hear that scripture of I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb? I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. How powerful is that? Okay. So let's go on to the next one. I'm going to read Daniel 1. Daniel 1, chapter 1, verses 1 to 21. Please listen. During the third year of King Joachim's reign in Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord gave him victory over King Joachim of Judah and permitted him to take some of the sacred objects from the temple of God. So Nebuchadnezzar took them back to the land of Babylonia and placed them in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family and other noble families who had been brought to Babylon as captives. Select only strong, healthy, and good-looking young men, he said. Make sure they're well-versed in every branch of learning and are gifted with knowledge and good judgment and are suited to serve in the royal palace. Train these young men in the language and literature of Babylon. The king assigned them a daily ration of food and wine from his own kitchens. 
they were to be trained for three years and then they would enter the royal service. Hmm. Maybe that's a word for someone. Daniel and Ananiah, Michelle and Lazariah were four of the young men chosen, all from the tribe of Judah. The chief of staff remained, renamed them with this Babylonian name. Daniel was called Belshazzar, Hananiah was called Shadrach, Michelle was called Meshach, Azariah was called Abednego. But Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff, of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. Now, God had given the chief of staff both respect and affection or kindness for Daniel. But he responded, I am afraid of my Lord, the king, who has ordered that you eat this food and wine. If you become pale and thin compared to the other youths your age, I am afraid the king will have me beheaded. Daniel spoke with the attendants who had been appointed by the chief of staff to look after Daniel, Ananiah, Michelle, and Azariah. Please test us for 10 days on a diet of vegetables and water, Daniel said. At the end of the 10 days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in light of what you see. The attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestion and tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So after that, the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of the food and wine provided for the others. God gave this young man, as usual, aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. And God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meanings of visions and dreams. When the training period ended, ordered by the king was completed, the chief of staff brought all the young men to King Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked to them, and no one impressed him as much as Daniel, Hananiah, Mashel, and Azariah. So they entered the royal service. Whenever the king consulted them in any matter regarding or requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he found them 10 times more capable than any of the magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. Daniel remained in the royal service until the first year of the reign of King Cyrus. Very interesting and I hope that like me and the other ladies this evening that you listen to that scripture as though you have never heard it before because I find that a lot of times as believers we listen to scriptures that we have read over and over and it's like it's not new it's like oh, i know it i know it but i think it's important that we actually listen with our hearts to what god is saying so the first point or the first um reflection on this is i knew you you were an idea you and i were ideas in god's mind 
God had already determined your personality, you know, who you are, your core value, the kind of work you do, the places you will go, what you will want you to do, those kinds of things. You've already an idea in God's mind before God now formed you. It's like when you have a company, you already have an idea of what you want to do before you go register, right? Typically, usually. You are that kind of person. You and I were ideas. God had already closed his eyes and just, you know, thinking about you, having an idea that this is how you and I, you are going to be, this is where you are going to go, this is what you require, and then God formed you. So your personality, your uniqueness, remember when Ebola and Dito also um, taught us in the last two power nights about um, God using your personality for his glory, and then if everybody else, uh, Ebola was saying, if everybody else can do certain things, why is that like a major prayer point, you know, like that cannot be the reason why God made us, you know. Now today, I want you to just remember God, you are God's idea. You didn't make yourself. He had a purpose, a reason why he made you. Now, when you go to the book of Daniel, you find that Daniel and his friends were part of royal, royal royalty, royal family, rich families. This was these were boys that in like today's world they're like Ivy League, you know candidates or graduates these are boys that are good looking strong healthy you know they were already well versed in every branch of learning gifted with knowledge and good judgment they're suited to serve in the royal palace so these were not just small fries these were you know solid boys and unfortunately for them unfortunately for them according to their own you know what god was Plans, let's put it that way, is for their lives. They were taken into captivity. Now, they had gone from being like hip, you know, like you say, correct boys, into now captivity. And like somebody noted when we were reflecting, they were probably castrated because they were now under the care of eunuchs. And we never heard about them being married or having a family. So we don't know whether they were castrated. They went into a deep, they literally went from being Ivy League into captivity, slavery. But now, it did not diminish, you know, what they were about. For hear this, in the midst of this deep, they were selected to serve in the king's palace. But can I tell you, they didn't just jump into the king's palace. They had three years of preparation. It's like Esther. Esther, in the book of Esther, we were told that she was prepared for one whole year. Pisan, beautiful girl, had to be prepared for one year to appear before the king. These smart, intelligent, solid boys were, had to go also into preparation of three years. You know, many times we go into a season of preparation in the deep and we're just not sure what is going on one of my reflections on this is what is my attitude when i go into a deep daniel determined that was his own attitude that he would not defile himself listen 
this the issue here about Daniel's diet is not about whether meat or wine or food or or vegetables is the best. Not vegetarian versus <laughs> animal eating people. It's about the diet who it was dedicated to. In those days, the diet of the king were, you know, food and wine dedicated to their gods. The Jews were forbidden to eat things that were dedicated to other gods. So that was the issue here. Your diet, who is it dedicated to? When we binge on Netflix, which I find myself doing, especially this year, binging on series. When we binge on things that are dedicated to other things, it puts us on another trajectory. Daniel said, I have made up my mind, I will not defile myself. So it was about, number one, who is the diet dedicated to? And what will the diet do to me? He said, I won't defile myself with the king's food and wine. So he went to the chief of staff. It's as though, for example, you want to pitch an idea to your CEO. Your CEO is like, what is this? No. Daniel didn't give up. As when as the chief of staff said, I like you, but I can't risk my career for your life. If you look Lena and Pila, the king will kill me. Do you know what Daniel did? Daniel found a way. He was determined. When there's a will, there's a way. You've heard that saying. He found a way and went into so he went to the subordinate of Aspenas. So that's like the subordinate of the subordinate of the king. I went and said, okay, give us 10 days and see whether we will be better. See what the difference will be. What I've got from this is, it's not, it's not about the food. It's about what God now does with your own diet. That guy said, okay, 10 days. At least 10 days is not too bad. If it's, if it's not working, 10 days in three years, it's still okay. After 10 days, they were tested. And this guy found them to be stronger. Let's look at it. Verse 10. It says, he had, the attendant agreed. So now this is now the subordinates of Aspen has agreed. And he tested them after 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they found that they looked healthier and they were better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So he found a way. Don't give up and say, ah, I've tried to work. No, keep going. So that means that, like someone pointed out as we were reflecting, this now became their food for three years. Yes, we do Daniel fast 10 days or 21 days. There are two different Daniel fasts in the Bible. But it didn't end there. They actually stopped eating the king's food and wine. What do you and I need to stop eating? All things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. That preparation was based on what they were supposed to do. Their lives, their preparation was not based on somebody else's life. Remember, I knew you before I formed you. God has different preparation timetables for each of us. It is how we go through those seasons. In Daniel's case, he went deep. It was a dip for them. Do you understand? They, They were now in slavery. Oh, I need to also bring out this point. Daniel was the lone person that determined. 
guess what happened? He found a company of boys. Nadiah, Azariah, and Bashir. Who now said, we're joining you. Listen, many times when you make up your mind to do certain things, good or bad, you are never alone. There will always be people that will join you. Your company, your tribe comes to you. Hmm, that's a word for somebody, for me. When I determined to do it or to follow God, to follow his blueprint for my life, my tribe will come, my company will come. So this is how Daniel's company, there were now four boys out of this large lot of other boys that were similar to them. So they're already Ivy League people. But now, they now became a carcass of boys that have determined I will serve God. After three years, do you know what happened? These boys, when the king interviewed them, they were ten times better. Let me not jump the gun. In verse 17, the Bible says this is not after this attendant was now feeding them only vegetables instead of the food and wine provided for the others. The Bible says God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. And God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meanings of visions and dreams. So on top of their natural ability to you know, remember the criteria for picking them was that they were well versed in literature, they were good, they were capable. God now gave them an unusual aptitude, an excellent spirit, an unusual aptitude. They now became beyond the regular. Remember, they were already like a 10% or like 1% Ivy League trained proper boys. God now elevated them. Someone said tonight, she said, when you set yourself apart for God, God sets you apart. Then on top of that, God now went to the original, the instigator of this, I will not define myself, Daniel. God now gave him an ability to understand visions and dreams. So when the CEO at work, King Nebuchadnezzar, had a dream and a vision, who interpreted it? Who made it better? Who helps the organization to go deeper and stronger and solid? Who is able to help your husband or your children understand their visions and their dreams? And it was now Daniel. God gave him that extra ability. So these boys have gone from general high IQ to exceeding higher IQ and ability to understand literature have understanding and wisdom and God now topped it up again for Daniel and not only that Daniel the Bible says <laughs> not only were they found out 10 times better when the king was now talking to them he wasn't comparing them now to the other boys it was now they were now being compared to the enchanters the astrologers the wise men of Babylon these boys were 10 times better than them and finally God gave Daniel the ability to outlive three different reigns King Nebuchadnezzar's reign his son's reign 
up until the first year of the king of Cyrus's reign, Darius. Today, this teaching is just saying to us that when we're in this room of preparation or the season of preparation, don't despair. Our attitude also matters. Daniel did not give up. He found a way to make sure that he was not defiled. And the way came. Also, I want to encourage you to stay and work in the royal, in the palace, to be involved in royal services. Demand a level of preparation. Your assignment demands a certain type of preparation. You cannot compare your life with other people. Why? God knew you before he formed you. You are distinct. You are unique. You are different. Your life and the journeys of your life is attuned to God's plan and purpose. So you cannot say, look at somebody else's preparation. No. Face your preparation. Go through it with a determination to follow the Lord. Don't give up when you try the first time. You talk to your CEO, he says no. You talk to your HOD, HOD says no. You talk to your line manager, line manager says, okay, let's try. Then give it your best. Be like Daniel. So those are my, you know, reflections. I just want to quickly go through some of the reflections of our sisters tonight. It really was really beautiful. You know, your calling, God has a blueprint for your life. Find your own self in God. Your diet, it, this was Daniel's and his friends, their diet was holiness unto God for three years. Then you were faithful to God in the depths of life. Keep trying to find a way to make your commitment to God happen. Remember, when you set yourself apart, God will set you apart. The preparation, God tailors your preparation period according to your assignment. And then, preparation is key. And sometimes it's just simple. God might say, don't do this. Don't do it. Read a book every day. Pray one hour a day. Read your Bible every day. You know those kinds of things. Then, your own preparation is important for your assignment, the assignment God has for you. It may look small, you may ignore it, but don't. It might be things as simple as showing up for meetings. Preparation completes the puzzle of life. Be aware of what God is doing in you, even in the mundane. We're building character and capacity in the deeps. Your assignment determines your preparation. Don't forget, God sets you apart where you are determined to set yourself apart. So that's it. Those were our reflections tonight. I want to encourage you to read those scriptures again and be encouraged. Be encouraged. Stay determined. And God, as they made up their minds, this is what they're going to do. God showed up for them. All right, let's pray. Father, I pray for my sisters and my brothers, whoever will be listening to this tonight or today, whenever they will. 
that, Lord, you will help us to remember that we can be the change that we want to see. Daniel made up his mind to stand apart and you brought a stripe to him and this boy did exploits. And you chopped up Daniel's life because he made up his mind. This is what I want to do. I want to serve God. My diet is different. Lord, help us to diet, to, to make sure what we're eating, what we're hearing, what we're consuming is holy unto you. Thank you for your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's it. God bless you. Bye.